The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. He would throw all of them under the bus. Both of his sons, it's already been stated and reported that he would throw Don Jr. under the bus first before he'd throw Ivanka on the bus, uh, under the bus. And so, I, I, you know, because he's always had that infatuation with that, little, with that young lady, and it's really sad. Those teams can't be held accountable to anybody else but themselves. So until they get sued that they break up the NFL in an in a antitrust kind of way, then nothing's going to happen. So they do everything at all costs to not have discovery. He never spoke out against him. And, and Trump has been touting that same line that Pence could have done this, Pence could have done that. He is not, he is not lightened up on that. He's been saying that since the beginning, and he's still going after Pence, and he's still saying this stuff. Why is Pence doing this now? You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning, and welcome to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you so much for the wonderful introduction and good morning. Today is July 23rd, 2023. It's the Sunday morning roundtable right here on the serious side. Coming up after the break, uh, we'll take a break to give it up to God, and then we'll be right back to start the show. Online radio at its best. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for this day, Lord God. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for this is truly the day in which you have made and we can rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. Father, we thank you, O God, that we can come before you and make our request known unto you, Lord God. We come before you, Lord God, on behalf of those that have submitted prayer requests in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for you know all, you see all, you're everywhere all at the same time. And God, we thank you that there is nothing that can happen on the face of this earth, O God, that catches you off guard or catches you by surprise. Father, we thank you in the name of of Jesus for you being a healer. We thank you for you being a deliverer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that mother or that father, Lord, that's crying out on behalf of that child, whether they be sick, whether they're going wayward, Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus for you being the peace, you being the calm in the midst of a storm in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for you touching that body, Lord God, that may be Lord God, ailing in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, oh God, for you showing up on the scene, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for you being the medicine, Lord God. You being that bomb in Gilead, oh God. Father, we thank you for you being that bomb here in the United States, that bomb abroad, Lord God. Wherever you are needed, God, we ask that you show up and show out. We ask, Lord God, that you arise and demonstrate your power in the name of Jesus. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise, O oh God, and we thank you, O oh God, for allowing us to come before you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning, 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 good morning,
347-850-1272 is our call in number 347-850-1272. It is the serious about J. Rock here with Jeffrey every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network on Live Radio. Yes. Of course, I'm J. Rock. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do. But as always, I never share the stage by myself. Let me bring in my big sis, Miss Vanessa May Belly from the Macanelli. And my main man, Mr. L to the E to the S, is in the house as well. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning, handsome. How you doing? Hey, Vanessa, how you doing? Mr. LES is in the house as well. Mr. LES, man, good morning. How are you? I promise you, Mr. Elias is here. Maybe his mic, maybe he has his mic turned down, but he is here. Mr. Elias, you want to take yourself off mute? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting all the power out of here. <laughs> Please forgive me. Um, well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And uh, good morning, Nessa. Uh, good morning, Rick Sister. Uh, good morning, Kathleen. Uh, good morning, Mama B. Uh, good morning, Real D. Uh, good morning, Mariana Music. And good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning, my brother Jerome. The number is 347 And, of course, you know how we get down at this part of the show, rapping and clapping. Uh, something unique going on this morning. Actually, I am in Dallas at an AAU tournament, so I am mobile while I do the show. Vanessa is where she usually is. Miss Elias is dealing with uh, some unfortunate circumstances. So, hey, but we're here. We're going to make it happen. We have a lot to talk about. A lot has happened during the week. But, like I say, at this part of the show, we kind of rap and clap about things that we may not talk about, but it's always tricky on the Sunday morning roundtable because I may bring up something that one of y'all may have in mind. So God forgive me if I do that. But uh, I, I want don't have to... Okay, well, you know, hey, listen, Vanessa, you'll come up with something because that's what you do. That's what you do. All right, so listen, uh, real quick, I, I, I want to bring up this whole situation with this. You know, we talked about it a little bit last week, Ms. Elias about this young lady in Alabama. Now it looks as if, and I said this during last week's show, I said, I hope this is not a situation where this young lady is having a mental breakdown. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, man, um, you know, this is uh, this is crazy. Uh, what has happened so far? Your thoughts on this, man? Well, you know, that's what it looks like it's going to be. It's going to be a mental breakdown. Uh, because everything that she's saying and everything that, that, that's come out in the story yeah, doesn't hold water. I thought maybe, you know, somebody was using that. <laughs> then somebody brought up a, a comedy skit that Dave Chappelle did, and, you know, when he was talking about the baby was out there and then at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, but the bottom line is, yeah, this, this young lady, uh, had to suffer a mental breakdown or, or, or that nature, or she could have just trying to be bringing awareness to something, but she did it in the wrong way. It either or, you know, you shouldn't, you know, come on, man, you, she shouldn't have done something like that of that, that nature, man. Well, if she's having a mental issue, then you know that's the reason why it's called mental. But people are bringing up the Jesse Smollett situation. You guys remember that, right? The guy who said he got jumped and got attacked and all this other stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I to find that. out that uh, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, so so Vanessa, have you you know, while you were 
you know, doing what you do, and I can't wait to hear about Vegas. My question to you is, uh, uh, what do you think about the situation that happened with this young lady? Okay, so y'all are ta- I didn't listen to the show Sunday, but y'all are talking about the young lady who lied and said that she saw a child and, and then she just disappeared and her car was left there. Is that what y'all are talking about? That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> I would love to know what's up with her, but she's not talking, so they haven't. I haven't heard anything while I was in Nevada. I, I would love to know what the hell is going on with that. I, well, I, I think we all want to know what what happened. And you know, the thing is, I mean, when you think about a lot of the crimes that happened, major crimes this week that happened uh, are, you know, usually, and I hate to say this, but are reserved for white folks. But, man, it's like black folks been on display this last week, man. The brother who shot and killed all those people in, uh, I don't know where it was. I think it was in Georgia that he shot and killed four people. And they, you know, they caught up to him. He shot and killed him. It's like, you know, usually that's, you know, you know, I mean, hey, listen, let's call it what it is. We're not trying to racial profile, but facts are facts. Usually these are people of the Caucasian persuasion that's, you know, doing these types of things. So um, it's uh, a little strange to be having these conversations about people, you know, with these mass murders and all this other different stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, so if she had a mental episode at the end of the day, we just hope that she gets help. Um, but I don't know what makes a person. She seems to have it all together and for her to all of a sudden come and say that she was, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's a weird situation. It really and truly is. And I guess the only way you can explain that is someone having a mental uh, episode. I mean, that's the only way you can explain why someone would do this. A perfectly, you know, person of sound mind and judgment would do something of this nature. So anyway, we just hope that she gets help. But here's the thing that I thought was, you know, we talk about playing the race card. They interviewed her family and her mother was saying how she was receiving all types of calls saying that, um, People saying, oh, yeah, we got your daughter. And, you know, people are just, you know, I guess the bigger question is why are people so hateful? Calling to, oh, we got her, you know, you better give us money, we're going to kill her, and, and all this other stuff. I mean, there are some really bad people in this world, folks. It really and truly is. Your thoughts on that, Ms. Delias? Well, you know what, man? This, this is America. This is just the America that we live in right now. And America ought to be ashamed of itself because the bottom line is, you know, it's, it's hate-filled, it's hate-filled, it's rent-filled. It's all these things that we're going through right now. When people don't understand that we're living in a, and in, 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 I believe this, I hate to say this, but our last time, I believe that. I believe it in all, all sincerity and all honesty. So Vanessa, Mr. Elias says we're living in our last days. Wow, that's uh, didn't expect that. Well, why do you think, Vanessa, people are just so hateful? Just you know, I, I just to call this lady's mother and say to her, "Oh, we got her. We're going to kidnap her. We're going to do all this. We're going to do all that." Just to get a rise. I mean, it's just I, 
you know, I, I guess we can say that people are made up of different things, and, and that's the reason why we have mental institutions and things like that. But these are regular, everyday Americans running around and saying these things and doing these things. It's just amazing to me. People are just so evil and just do these types of things and think it's okay. They think it's cool to, 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 to do things like this. I, I just, I've never, I don't get it, and I, I don't understand it. And But, you know, I guess that's the reason why we have law enforcement, because we have some crazy-ass folks out there, and it's just unfortunate, you know? So I don't don't know if it's just uh, because we're in our last days that people are this evil, or is it because we've had people – in charge that brings out the worst in people. Say that right. Are you are you talking about Trump? No, I'm not just talking about him. I'm talking about crazy ass Abbott that's here in Texas and and Ted Cruz yeah. and a whole bunch of them. The whole little squad of them that's going on, not the just Trump. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't think it's the last days. When it comes to people being nasty and evil, I just think it is people are following. It's trickling downhill. Now, I didn't know about, did you say somebody killed four people in Georgia? Were they black that killed some? I mean, what was yeah, it was, it was an African-American man who shot and killed four people. And, um, yeah, the and so the sheriff, I, I, I don't know. I think they were. Uh, I think they were black, um, but it's just once again we have another situation where we have these people that are just um, murdering and killing people. It's just you know what possessed you to? And uh, when you think about gun violence, just all in all, it's just why do people do the things that they do? And it's and just gun violence. But gun violence is getting out of control to me. So. Just as many white people that have guns that walk into places and shoot and kill, you have just as many black people who have them, but they shoot and kill when they out partying. And you hear about it with rappers in Houston. And I, I just think that this gun situation is just so out of control. I just really do. So out of control. Yeah, yeah, but really nobody's is. doing anything about it. Nobody. So. Well, no one's going to do anything about it because the gun lobbyists, uh, even though they have been weakened, it's just, you know, we have this cowboy mentality. Our infatuation with guns is something that, you know, I have a person that uh, that I know, and, you know, he went out and spent like, you know, 1200 bucks on this very nice uh, pistol. Very nice. Has all the bells and whistles, and it's like. When Les moves to Texas, I, I want to see his collection. Well, me? well, here's but, but no, I guess the bigger. Yeah, what's up, Well, but what well, the bigger issue for me? He said no, I have a problem. problem. The bigger, the bigger issue for me is once again. I try to what I think I've gotten good at here recently is stepping outside of 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 the situation and kind of looking at it at a just a bare bones through a bare bones perspective if I'm saying that correctly. And I just said, 
when I looked at this thing, I'm like, man, this is nice. But then I stepped out and said, why am I, why is this nice? It's a, it's a weapon. Why, why am I like, yeah, man, this is nice. What, does it make me feel more powerful? I mean, what is it about just, you know, having a firearm on you? I, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I try to make sense of some of this stuff, and it really doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Okay, well, ask that. Well, but he'll tell you, he'll give you the same line he's always given us. Basically, you know, he's a, uh, you know, he's a gun enthusiast. He likes to collect weapons. That's that's what he wants to say. You know, people like to collect cars. That's what it collect is. Weapons. Well, my, I, my, I, guns, know, I, my I guns have gone up in value since I've had it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're saying you you collect weapons for what an investment? Is that what you're telling me? That and and besides the fact, I like to go to the gun range. I do. I love go. Well, that's my point. That that's the that's the point. What? Why are Americans so infatuated with weapons? And we're probably the only country that has more guns than citizens. You tell me. I have no idea. Well, well, all I can say to you, Jay, is is this: I I worked around a bunch of white folks. And all those white folks ever talked about if, if something ever broke out, how they could protect themselves. And then one white guy that I used to work with used to say, hey, man, why do you buy so many weapons? I said, so if you come after me, I'll be shooting at you with the same stuff you're shooting at me with. But I'm going to have a lot well, more firepower than you. Well, there it is. And you, and you just hit the nail on the head. And, and that's the point. Because even when I was talking to this same guy, he said to me that, you know, AR-15 should be on the street. And I'm like, well, why? And he said, because you know, all laws are the, laws are in place, but all laws do are keep honest people honest. Because you know, you've heard me say this a thousand times on the show. If someone wants to steal your car, they're gonna steal your car. And I don't give a damn what you try to do. If someone wants to break in your house, I don't give a damn how many burglar alarms or whatever you have. They gonna get in that house. So laws are to keep the honest people honest because criminals don't care about laws. That's why they're called criminals. And so he said, so why am I going to go out here? And he flipped it on me. He says, you're in the military. You were in the military. I said, yeah. He said, so why would they send an infantry platoon to go fight an armored tank division? I didn't have an answer for him. Because guess what? Small arms fire. It's not going to do anything against tanks. You got to send ADA, uh, uh, you know, units in to handle that type of stuff. So it's like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So guess what? If they're out here, I'm going to turn my weapons in. Are they going to turn theirs in? Hell no, they're not going to turn them in. So why am I going to be out here without, you know, the proper? So to me, our infatuations with guns in my opinion, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, it's the same as race in this country. We'll never, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where race will not play a factor in this country. It's going to always be an issue. Am I right or wrong? Well, you're right as far as that goes, but I, I've had guns since I was a teenager. You know, my first, my first gun was at 14. You know? And I used to have my well, okay. But okay, and, and I'm okay. So where are you going with that? 
I've been in Arizona where it flying uh, with my job where it was so hot that the planes didn't land on the tarmac, so they redirected the flights. And, and I'm sure that some airlines have started cutting flights now because of the heat wave that's going on. But it was hot. Uh, oh. Bobby and I did pretty good at the tournament. I hit one of the games at the tournament. Um we came home with almost 2K from tournament money, so it was all right. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you see how nonchalantly she said that? We came home with about two grand from the all tournament. So. No, okay. no, no. I mean, we're so in – no, we're – I mean, we're grateful, but we're so in the hole with doing tournaments. And, um, you know, we didn't go to the big tournament where the game thousand and 15000 each to play. Um, but it's always awesome to see when our people hit $5,000 and $10,000 on a game. One boy hit $5,000. I walked past him. I said, did you just hit? He said, yes, ma'am. And I said, well, how much did you put in your computer? Because it's computerized. You don't even have to dap. Bless you to go. You don't even have to dap anything. Uh, and he said, I don't know. It was less than $100. And the girl to him said, he ain't never played, don't even know how to play. And he just hit that money. She was mad. But, yeah, he had $5,000. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. So it just happens like that. He didn't know what he was doing. And the computer went off, and the boy had hit $5,000. Just craziness. Just, But, yeah, it's good to see when you hear that somebody that's black has won the 50000 or the $25,000 playing bingo. I didn't go to those big tournaments, but I did go to the small one, and Bobby and I got our touch of that. So that's a blessing. Uh-huh. Okay. And we put $60 on those different tournaments versus paying $475. We just said we was going to stop doing those big ones before 75 I don't know. But, yeah. Mm. It's amazing. Y'all going to have – I said I was going to go every other year. So one of these years, y'all going to have to come and go with us so y'all can, go, you know, put your money in at 475 to be able to win $15,000, dollars $50,000 sitting there playing bingo. It's amazing to see it. It's amazing wow. to see it. Yeah, just sitting there playing bingo. The computer's doing all the work. You ain't got to dab. Bobby don't dab nothing. And it's, I mean, you know, it's just, it's a trip. So I know people think Vegas is all slots, uh, but people, and then the, what was it, the tournament, the Final Four, whatever it was, tournament was there, it was people everywhere. So when we got there, yeah, when we got there, they had taken our utility vehicle and I guess gave it to somebody else. So they upgraded us for free for a minivan. So we were like, okay, cool, whatever. And the man said, well, black guy. The black guy said, well, it's brand ain't got but 100 miles on it. You sure you don't want to insure it? I said, you know what? If it's got 100 miles, I think I will insure it. <laughs> it wasn't going to blame me for that new vehicle. You do know if you rent with your uh, with your credit card, your, did your credit yeah. card to pay for it? Not insurance? all credit cards. Not all credit cards will do it, but my Southwest Airlines credit card will yeah. do it. But no. I was going to say Southwest I was not even going to chance it. It was so many people there less. It was like a carnival. It was like you were at a carnival. Excuse me. Excuse me. It was so, 
even moving around on my scooter was a nightmare. It was like, oh my god. So yeah, oh, it it was a lot of people there for that that tournament, that NBA, whatever it was. Yeah, it was all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, great. Okay, I'm sorry, Jack. Well, that's not even a topic, but uh, let me see. Can that's I get this thing back on his rails? What's going on this week? Okay, that's fine. Uh, All right, so uh, let, let, let me do this here real quick because I, I definitely want to make sure uh, I mention this. Uh, want to send a very special shout out to Robert Redwine. Now, for those who have been listening to the TGRS Radio Network for a very, very, very long time, you know the Robert Redwine is like that cousin. You know, we, you know, a long time ago we used to have a collaboration with uh, the J King Network. Matter of fact, the J Ryle Show used to come on on Wednesdays on that network. So we, you know, we're all family. Uh, we've been doing this. Uh, I think we've been on the air since 2009. I think Jay King and his group, which I call, you know, I call my boy Lightskin, uh, they've been on the air uh, since uh, 2010. So we've been on here for a very long time. And to hear the news about Robert Redwine, and if uh, you don't know who he is, uh, he is one of the original Kings in the Morning, uh, a show that's broadcast on the J. King Network every, I think it's every day at 10 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Central Time. Um, and is it okay? Good. Him uh, used to be Lenny Lynn, the custom preacher. Lenny passed away. God rest his soul. Uh, and then you have Johnny Graham Cracker, uh, and then you have Jay King, light skin. Uh, so those guys were hilarious. And you know he has branched off and done so many different things. Jay King, uh, the uh, leader and the founder of Club Nouveau who brought you such hits as Lean On Me, Situation Number Nine, you know, Jealousy, and all those songs. Um, but, yeah, Robert Redwine, he was found un- unresponsive in a complex, in this apartment complex where he lived. Um, he was on life support, uh, last report. Mr. Elias, you, you, you're in tune to that group more than, more than I am. Can you give us an update as far as where, where he is? Uh, because well, we definitely want to make sure that our listeners are uh, sending prayers out to him as well. Most definitely. Uh, Robert, the last report they talked to his daughter, she, they said, before she said that uh, – they took him off the uh, breathing machine because he was out breathing in the machine, so that means he's breathing on his own. But because of right. the, the, the amount of visitors he was having, it was it was becoming detrimental to his health. So they had to move him to another room so that don't nobody know where he is, man. So bottom line is he's still uh, sedated, and that you know, and that, that we were just planning that Robert comes out of this thing because to me, Robert Redwine was one of the funniest people on Kings in the morning. You know, he I, I couldn't and when he faced stuff, it would just have me laughing all over there. And he was they called him a heterosexual dyke because he wore they said he wore T shirt and panties, but that was a that was a satire okay, of the well, show. But the man the man was funny. He was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah so about. prayers out to Robert Redwine and that whole uh family over there, you know, when they lost uh uh Lenny Lynn, you know, the I called him the custom preacher. That was uh and that was really a dark day over there. And uh, the fact that now, you know, we're dealing with what we're dealing with, it is what it is. Mr. LDS, man, tell us, man, what do you want to talk about? Let's just go ahead and jump into your topic. What do you want to talk about? Um, I've, been, I've been thinking about this a couple. i got three, three topics, and I've been messing them around. Um, and I, I think I'm going to go with the Jason Aldean story. I don't know if you ever heard of Jason, who Jason Aldean is, right? Uh Jason Aldean is the country singer, right? And he's got a song out that says, try it in a small town, which means that if you come to the small town 
and uh, try all the stuff that, 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 that happened throughout the nation that will kick your ass. That, that's exactly what it's saying, right? But there's an underlying meaning in the story with this Jason Aldean, and people don't see it. You know, he, he's standing in front of a courthouse um, where they hung an innocent black man in 1924 for they for they accused him of um, of attacking a white woman that he never did, right? So he's standing in front of this courthouse and he's showing all the stuff of black lives when, when the Black Lives Matter thing was going on, how they attacked the police and they they did this and they did that with Black Lives Matter, they set stuff on fire, but He's never saying anything about the January 6th uh, insurrection. He never brought that up. But he's always saying, don't attack my police. When he came back out, he said, no, I'm saying don't attack the police. Well, if you said don't attack the police, you really should have said something about January 6th because some police officers died from that. But you didn't bring that out. So this is, to me, it's like the hidden racism of this song. And they know what they were doing because now this song is number one. And and now, if you read the the, the, uh, the view came out and talked about it. Now everybody's on Whoopi Goldberg talking about all oh, they need to cancel this show because she's racist and this and that. No, no, you have to get the facts. The facts are this man stood in front of a courthouse where they hung an innocent black man, and then you bring out the Black Lives Matter stuff, but you don't bring out January 6th. If you're talking about don't try it in a small town, you definitely should have brought that out because I don't know how many times I've seen white folks standing in front of Michigan in front of the Capitol with guns. Now, who is this again? His name is Jason Aldean. He's a country singer. Yeah, and it's called Don't Try That in a Small Town. Don't try. Don't come here trying to, trying to beat up our police or do this to the police or do that to the police. But you stand in front of a courthouse and where in 1924, they hung, they right at this same courthouse, they hung an innocent black man. This is the courthouse you stand in front of. Right? And then on top of that, you put all the Black Lives Matter stuff out there where they were having the riots and all that other stuff, but you sure in the hell didn't put out nothing about the January 6th stuff. You avoided that. You avoided all of that. So don't hand me this stuff that it's not a racist. And then you, your song might not say nothing racist, but your, 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 your video is damn sure in the line, and it's racist as hell. So, you know, that, that, that one or... <laughs> I thought about the Alabama thing when they said that even though they, the Supreme Court told them don't redistrict, don't draw the redistricting lines, they said we ain't gonna do that. We gonna we gonna stick with right. They said we draw redistricting lines because it's unfair. Nope, we're not even gonna do it. They they're denying the Supreme Court. This is so much racism out there that you can address right now. That's like we're being DeSantis in Florida. He's talking about um uh uh. uh how slavery was a benefit for folks. Really? Why don't you why don't your ass become a slave then? And then shut up and tell me how you feel about it. And there's so much stuff out that I wanted to talk about, but I decided on the Jason Aldean story because that one, you know, you, you want to sit here and say it's not racist or what you're doing. It's racist. It's racist as hell. Because you, if it wasn't, you wouldn't have put this song out there. You wouldn't have, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have put, you'd have put the uh, January 6th thing out there too. But now everybody's saying, oh, January 6th, they were just a walk in the park. They, those people were walking around. It was, it, was, it was not an insurrection. Wow. 
an insurrection, and the definition of insurrection is you're trying to overthrow the government. Tell me those people weren't trying to overthrow the government. Yeah. Um, well, I'll I tell you what, um, you know, it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier in the show. I mean, racism is alive and well, um, and it takes things like this. You know what I thought at this point in our lives uh, where we know where white folks soon will be the minority, I thought we would be a lot further than where we are. I, I really did. I, you know, and I, maybe that's me being naive, but I just thought that we would be a lot further along than where we are. You know, it's but but you know, racism is taught. A child mm-hmm. is born into this world, mm-hmm. they don't know the difference between black and white. So, uh, you know, these people are teaching racism, and exactly. You know, Vanessa, there's no way that this is going to ever, ever, ever get stamped out because once again, uh, you have people who are. I mean, think about this from a generational perspective. I mean, look how far, you know, we say this, we talk about this. Look how long ago the slave trade was. But then, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, the, the 50s and 60s was not that far away. You know, we still have some of those people walking the face of this planet who participated in some of that nonsense. I mean, we well, yeah, sure do. Maybe in another yeah. 30 or 40 years, either they'll be gone in another 30 or 40 years, but. The fact of the matter is, as long as they keep handing that baton down from generation to generation, it will never, ever go away. And I don't know how these people can exist in this society when society as a whole, we can sit here and say America's racist, but I say my response to that would be that America's not racist per se. There's a fraction of America that's racist. It's like when you go to cities. Oh, man, you know, what Detroit is this, Detroit is that. You know, there are pockets in every city where you just don't want to go to, you know, and for the most part. So, you know, what Mr. Elias is talking about is still right along the lines of, you know, race. Race. And it's not going to ever How? end. I don't and, think and so. Think, and Vanessa, what I don't understand is, is that you don't like someone because of the color of their skin? What did they do mm-hmm. to you? That is enough. They didn't have to do anything. It's the color of their skin. It, it's been bred. I was when I was in Terrell, Indiana, walking home, and this this little white boy said, "Look, look at that. He's a big black N-word." And I looked at him, and I just kept on walking. Because uh, he was too young for me to to to, to maul, but had it been old, I would have mauled him. But you know, I I, I thought to myself, this kid has got to be about five or six years old, and he's he, he already knows that, that this what? is this, this is yes, this is how this is how they talk. Yeah, yeah. Five mm-hmm. year old said that out loud. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's in his yard. And I was walking home, going going coming from the campus, and he said that to me. And I, and I, like I said, <laughs> had, he, had he been older, you know, we'd have threw some, we'd have threw some blows. But he was a five-year-old. I just looked at him and walked on. And I was like, yeah, his, his parents are taught him that. But, but let me ask you something. And, and I know that, you know, you know, some people may look at this differently, and, and I get it. Um, there are situations, however. You know, I, I look at so you know, look, I think we all don't go on Facebook and TikTok and all this stuff. And man, some of the stuff I see that our folks are doing is just at a whole different level. I'm like, what are you people doing? 
what, what are you doing? You, I mean, you know, robbing and stealing and, and doing all this nonsense. I remember a line in the Equalizer, too, where Denzel Washington had gone to this this uh, building where a young young brother in this neighborhood was, you know, he was on the fringe. He was about to start making bad decisions, hanging out with gang members and stuff like that. And I remember Denzel going to grab that kid, bringing him downstairs, and I don't know if people remember this scene, and he held a gun up to the kid's head. He says, you got a chance. He said, yeah, and I don't want to hear you blaming your daddy ain't there, your mama and the white man. He said, you got a chance. He said, you got a chance. Don't blow it. You have a chance. And I know a lot of times we can sit here and say that, you know, listen, white folks did this to us and white folks did that to us. And listen, I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. I'm not saying that it's not true. But what I am saying is we got to stop making excuses. We kill each other more than the Klan does. Now, now if I'm wrong, correct me. But see, people don't want to talk about that because we want to focus on what the other race is doing to us. And that's another reason that they're not going to change the gun laws because it's black people killing black. It's black on black crime. So to the white people, it's like, oh, let the niggas kill each other. So just keep them out there. That's exactly my thoughts about these guns. And they're not going to change it because they they want the black-on-black crime. They want the crazy white ones that walk into churches and kill up the black people or go into a school and kill up all the damn children that they can kill. So I think that the NRA, who seems like to me it should be – Something that the government could do to change, make these states change some of these gun laws, but they don't. They're not. Their pockets are being padded. It's insane to me. But they're not going to change a lot of these laws, Jay, because it is black-on-black crime, and they don't care about that. They want us knocked out. So No true statement of government said, but that's so. – yeah. Well, that, that's uh, that's that's a lot. I mean, um, I, that's a lot. I don't know what to. I don't know what my response. That's a lot. Um, is it know. not true, Jay? Jay, is that not a true I, I, statement? You know, when I, when, you know what? I, am I prepared black to say? Black on Do you not think that the white people want? The black on black crime is okay. So is that part of the statement not true? You they, don't think? They, are they, you they saying that, you, that the white people? I think there are certain. Yeah, I do think there are certain parts of a our lot society of the white that wants want that. To see the one percent The one percent want to see people kill themselves. That's what the one percent wants. Because right now the one percent think is. That the old, that the population is overcrowded. Yes, the one percent thinks that. Yes, I believe that. Well, in my heart of heart. Oh God! Uh-huh. Look, at, look, at, look, at, look, look. Okay, if, if you didn't think that, why is our food being banned and 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 overseas? Why is what? Our food being banned overseas. Our food look is being up. banned overseas. Yes, yes, yes. Look it up. Our food has been banned overseas, and that's not a conspiracy theory. Okay, I just came from over there, so what's being banned? Yeah, you I... got, you got all, all, all your little Debbie snacks. You got your ketchup. You got your uh, your meat. 
the hamburger, even the slime on the hamburger. Their meat, our United States chickens cannot go over there because of the way they're raised. Who's Look chicken this stuff up. But would you, but would you huh? say our? I thought you were talking United about like States. our is a black folks. Are oh, you mean the United no, States? Okay, our, I, the United States, ours, our food in the United States has been banned overseas. Look it up if you think I'm lying. The one percent believe that I'm telling you, and and look who's buying a lot of the farmlands and the farms up. Look that up and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Is Bill Gates is buying a lot of the farmland up. He's buying it up in droves. He's buying farmland and farms up. What does that mean, though? Where are you going with that statement? The one percent thinks that we are overcrowded. That, that that the United States is, is is overcrowded, and I'm telling you, the food that they're feeding us is the reason I changed my diet. If, if you look it up, the food that they're feeding us is is loaded with uh is loaded with uh, chemicals. It is loaded with chemicals. Loaded with. Look it up. You don't have to. You don't have to trust me. You got Google. Look it up. Look it up. Our food is loaded. There's no, if you look at your, even your seasonings, if you buy and compare your organic seasonings to your other seasonings, you'll see all the chemicals they put in your other seasonings as compared to your organic seasonings. Look it up if you think I'm lying. Look it up. They, they, load, they load your stuff with chemicals. That's the reason some men have titties now, because the well, food when you that start you're going eating. to some places, Les, you might be eating a dog or a cat or so. Look, when okay. I went to Brazil, when I went to Brazil, I noticed the taste in the food from our food to their food. Trust me. Well, you know what? When I, I, just, when know, I went to Jamaica, I, I noticed the Ireland same thing. And London and uh, and Paris, and I just left all of these places. I just left not eight, seven different countries. I think it was. I, we didn't we didn't taste anything any different. I mean, so when we were in Nova Scotia, I mean, they lo- every different port, they loaded some of the food. I mean, so, and the ships that you're getting on over here are operated from another country, but they're here. I mean, I don't know if I, I might agree with some of that last, but I can't agree with all of it because I, I just didn't taste anything any different for 15 days with the ketchup or the chicken or any of that. It just, because they got farm-raised up here. My daughter only eats eggs where the chickens walk around or whatever the hell you call it, and I think that's insane. But, yeah, I mean, so I don't know, Liz. I, don't, I can't believe everything I read, especially when I'm living it. I've been there, done that, just like, what, six weeks ago I was there? So I don't know. I don't know about that list. I think some of it probably, but, and, yes, they are putting chemicals in our food over here. Hell, we got chemicals in our water to brush our teeth over here. We got fluoride in our water. So, yes, that might be true, Les, but I don't agree with all I'm telling you, when you go, okay, even, okay, when you go to the, go to the grocery store, they can't go to the grocery store. Don't, don't, don't take my word for it. Look at the organic stuff, right? The little bit organic. And then the look at the other stuff. The but no, no, I'm just talking about the seasonings. Look at the organic seasonings, right? 
Oh, look at the organic season. And then and compare it to how many chemicals. Okay, there's no reason for you to have a, 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 a chime that should only be chime in it. And that's all it is as compared to this other one, the, 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 the law. Okay, so let me say this. I'm 60 years old. Liz, I'm 60 years old. I'm still here. Your mother lived a long life. And, mm-hmm. I, and Jay's mom is still here living a long life, and I mm-hmm. guarantee you ain't none of them and none of us were reading the back of a seasoning bottle. I'm not talking about, you know what, mom? Whatever seasoning they could pick up. So I'm nope. just not going to do nope. any of that. I'm telling you, my, my mother, God rest her soul, she grew her own vegetables. She had her own garden in the back of her house. She grew her own vegetables. <laughs> and then and then, and when she wanted, when she wanted, uh, meat. She went to Iowa, and my brother. We should go to Iowa to get the meat for my mother. So we didn't go to we didn't go to the grocery store like the rest of the folks. Well, that's, that's nice. My daddy bought a cold cow and shared it with his brother, and that's how we mm-hmm. got our meat. Exactly. They bought a whole cow. Exactly. Uh, that's they used to buy cows and chickens and stuff like that from the farms in Iowa. My brother used to go to Iowa to pick up farm. Used to go to pick up uh, beef and and chicken yeah, for my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, my family didn't go out the country. They couldn't afford to go to another state to go get a cow. <laughs> but, but, but it was just cheaper for my dad to buy a whole cow and split it with his brother. So, but it, you know, I don't. Okay, I I, I can't comment on that. Okay. Right I'm telling you, I mean, check out, I'm not check, saying I don't check, check out food down. Check out, even, even Chick-fil-A. That I, is I like don't 52, it, it is 52 chemicals put in Chick-fil-A. Look at I this stuff. I don't eat Chick-fil-A, praise God. And I got two gift cards. I'll go in there and get a salad because somebody gave them to me. But I don't eat Chick-fil-A. Whatever, so whatever, my parents think it's crazy. I don't eat them. Have you have you seen the McDonald's the the, the, the guy that served that saved the McDonald's cheeseburger and the French fries for over twenty years? Have you, you looked at that? A lot of fast foods last to know all of this I stuff don't. about fast no, foods. No, I, I I do my research, but I don't eat I don't eat a lot of fast foods at all, Vanessa. I very rarely eat fast foods. <laughs> I cook a lot. I cook my stuff at home a lot, and I go get organic vegetables. So I, I'm telling you, this guy when saved the McDonald's. When you get to Texas, you can be Bobby Haynes and Jessica Haynes, and these people next door got potatoes in their backyard and okra, and mm-hmm. Bobby has tomatoes, bell peppers, and banana peppers in the backyard. The girl next door got potatoes, okra, and something else in her backyard. My daughter's over there growing cucumbers and something in her backyard. So when you get to Texas, baby, you can just come and make you a garden in your backyard. That's what I'm <laughs> doing. This guy said a McDonald's hamburger, cheeseburger, a cheeseburger and fries for over 20 years. You never, you know, it never desecrated. It never done anything. It stayed in the same form it was for 20 years. Think about this stuff. I'm telling you, this is not. I'm not. I'm not telling you something that that that's a joke. It's it's the truth. Look it up. You don't even have to take my word for it. Look it up. Jay, that's your Look brother. It up.
the United States food has been banned overseas. And then and Vladimir Putin, <laughs> he might be a dictator, but he said no more GMOs come over here. He don't want GMOs in his country. The United States don't give a damn. Now you, you, ain't got, you, ain't, you don't even have to play. You don't have to look this. You ain't, you ain't got to play this game with me. You can look it up. You don't have to play this game with me. But, but our food has a lot of chemicals in it, and a lot of chemicals that are killing us. That's the reason we have a high rate of cancer and a lot of this other stuff. But we, you know, you know, everybody uh, thinks you're crazy when you start talking like that. Well, I don't we'll think you're crazy. I, just, I, I, nice I don't have any comments. I'm just here. I, I don't have a comment. I mean, okay, if, if you're saying that, listen, I'm, I'm not going yeah. to dispute it because I can't dispute it because I haven't done the research. So, wow, yeah. what a uh, very robust uh, first topic. So, uh, <laughs> tell you what, uh, let's take a break. This is the Sunday morning roundtable, 347 uh, It's time for in four minutes or less something that you need to know. It's convenient time. After this, well, uh, you know, Vanessa says she doesn't have anything to talk about. I'll tell you what, I do have something I want to talk about. We'll address that next. Keep it right here. You're listening to the serious side of the beautiful Sunday, 347 24 million birds in the U.S. have died from a bird flu virus this year, either directly or as a result of culling to prevent its spread. Unlike previous avian flus, this one is affecting wild birds also, and that could keep the virus in circulation for a long time, NPR's Neil Greenfield Voice reports. The last time a deadly new bird flu showed up here seven years ago, it really hit poultry farms. In 2014-2015, we saw, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 million domestic poultry affected. Brian Richards says that virus didn't infect many wild birds. This time, it's different. We've got wild bird detections in 32 states. Richards is the Emerging Disease Coordinator at the U.S. Geological Survey's National Wildlife Health Center. He says this virus came across the Atlantic a few months ago, probably carried by migratory birds. It can kill some waterfowl, but I think there's pretty clear evidence that some waterfowl likely are not affected by it, and therefore they're perfect transport mechanisms for taking it very long distances. Since this virus arrived, it's killed birds that belong to more than 40 species, mostly ducks and geese, but also scavengers like black vultures and bald eagles that presumably eat the carcasses of birds killed by the virus. David Stalneck is a bird flu researcher with the University of Georgia. He says there have been large die-offs of ducks in Florida and snow geese in the Midwest. This outbreak in the wild bird population is a lot more extensive than we saw in 2014-2015. Just a lot more birds appear to be affected. So far, he hasn't seen indications that any species will lose so many birds that it will become threatened. But the spread of this virus in wild birds suggests that this outbreak may not burn itself out like the last one did. Ron Fouché is a flu expert at Erasmus Medical Center in the Netherlands. There's a chance that the virus will stick around and this will become a long-term problem. He says that's what this virus has done in Europe, where it arrived a few years ago and never left. It's been causing massive die-offs in wild birds and continues to strike poultry flocks, 
resulting in the deaths of more than 17 million poultry birds since December. Boucher says there's only been one known human infection, a farmer in the United Kingdom who lived in close quarters with ducks that got this flu. That person tested positive but didn't have any symptoms. We haven't seen any other farmers or veterinarians or other people being infected. Still, since this bird flu arrived in the United States, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has been keeping a close watch. Todd Davis works on animal-to-human diseases at the agency. He says bird flu viruses related to this one have sickened and even killed people during past outbreaks in other countries. That's why public health officials here have been monitoring the health of more than 500 people in 25 states who've had contact with sick or dead birds. Because humans have no prior immunity to these viruses, typically, if they were to be infected and spread the virus to other humans, then we could have another pandemic virus on our hands. And so that's our primary concern. Besides testing any people who show flu-like symptoms, they're also closely tracking genetic changes in the virus looking for anything that would suggest it might become more of a threat to people. Nell Greenfield Voice, NPR News. Online radio at its best. Welcome in 347-850-1272. It is the Sunday Morning Roundtable where we, uh, you know, we talk about things that are not really on topic, things that are on our mind. And uh, I'm here with uh, Miss Vanessa Maybelli from the McInnelly and Mr. L to the E to the S. Thank you so much, listeners, for being a part of what we do. We really appreciate you. I promise you we do. Uh, we've been doing it for a long time. And there's a reason why we continue to do it because uh, we appreciate the hell out of you. All right, so listen, I want to talk about Ron DeSantis is running for president. That's not a secret, right? But we do know that he will not criticize Donald Trump. Now, he's trying to, he comes all the way up to the lines, but he really won't just take a full swing at him. But let's talk about what Florida just passed when it talks about teaching black history in schools in Florida. So now, Florida is saying, listen, if you're going to teach black history, you need to teach both sides of black history. What the hell does that mean? That means that you have to preach that, you know, there were slaves who killed white people. And, and, you know, what the slaves did, you have to cover it all from beginning to end. So, in other words, you're trying to put a different twist on this, Ms. Elias, because they, they want us, you know, you heard about this. Right. And so, when you look at what Florida's trying to do, they're trying to find a way to gloss over racism and slavery, saying that we need to cover the atrocities that slaves did back in the day. What they did to white they people. They learned to pray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. So let's have that conversation. You know, to me, this is the reason why Ron DeSantos is really struggling. When it comes to his national polling, think about it. He barely won Florida the first time, right? And he wore in a, he won it in the landslide the second time. But now people are starting to realize what type of individual he is. 
Instead of talking about policies that are going to be good for the country, he's talking about policies that's going to be good for the GOP, catnip for the GOP, right, talking about abortion and and talking about this woke situation. Nobody on the national level cares about that. But Ron DeSantos wants to make America a big old Florida, and he keeps pushing these ideas. And so people are wondering, and he's wondering, and his campaign is wondering, well, why the hell are we not making any traction? He had to let go of a lot of his uh, campaign workers because he's burning through money. He's down in the polls by double digits to a guy who's been indicted twice and is on the verge of being indicted again. What does this say about Ron DeSantos? And more importantly, let's talk about what Florida's trying to do. We covered this last year when they were putting out comic books about slavery and showing slaves with perfectly great teeth grinning with their white masters. And we all lived together in harmony. That slavery was good for black people. It taught them a trade. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> so, so we talked about this in the last segment, how racism will never go away. And it's because people do not want to face their sins. White folks do not want to look at what they've done and how they treated a certain class of people. And once again, they always talk about black folks being lazy and all this other stuff, but once again, there was only one race that had slaves, and that was y'all, not us. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the topic that's on the table for me for this segment. Um, I don't know, Ms. Elias. What do you think, dude? I mean, the fact of the matter is, once again, here we are trying to find a way to talk, let's talk about the atrocities that slaves did to white folks. Like they didn't have a reason. Really? Oh, oh, you just you just gave me forty wax, fifty wax because I broke an egg. But I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm sorry, NASA, you know. Um, so we caught a few of you. Let's not talk about what they, you know, we saw the movie Rosewood. That was based on a true story. We thought, you know what happened? Let's, not, let's talk about, no, 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 no. Let's talk about you put 50 of us in a cemented room to sleep in with three beds and the walls are cement and it is the size of a guest room bathroom. How about that? I saw that when I went to Tennessee. Let's talk about that, you white people. Let's talk about the fact that it was black people who put down magnolia trees and rose so evenly that it was like, oh, my God, my people did this. Every freaking brick that was laid at that president's house, a black person put it on there. How the hell are you going to call somebody lazy? Don't get me started because I've been to the place that But no, no, we want to cover the atrocities that slaves did to white people. Because, you know, cause, mm-hmm. cause for, every, for every one uh, white person that slaves caught and beat their ass and cut them up, there were like 50 or 60 uh, black folks that got whipped and chained and their families were sold away and, and they worked until their backs were went out. And then when their backs went out, they put them down like they were freaking animals. But let's talk about what the slaves did to the white people. Like that, like they uh-huh. just went around just killing white folks just for no reason. <laughs> you know, oh, we just gonna go get a bunch of white folks to kill. Let's let's cover that part of slavery. This is what Ron DeSantos 
is trying to push uh, for his American agenda to be president. And, and I talked about this before, and, and, and y'all, y'all kind of looked at me crazy when I said this. Should we be rooting for Donald Trump to come out the GOP primary? Because polls have, you know, Biden, even though the latest polls are showing that Biden, he, he, it looks like he will beat the Santos up front, but it's very, very close. And remember, we're talking about taking a national poll. It's all about individual states. Because we already talked about this on the show as well. The last two a Republican presidents didn't win the popular vote. So it's not you can't really use that as a barometer because at the end of the day it's by it's by states. And right. I was I was watching this documentary on Barack Obama uh the other day and it talked about how even though he had a huge electoral uh, uh victory against Ron against uh uh, uh Romney but it talked about how in some of these states it, it, it was very it was very close and that could have gone either way. So a few hundred thousand votes here and there, we could be, you know, talking about something completely different. So you know, but let's 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 start there, Vanessa. Since you fired up, go ahead. I want you to stay fired up. Yeah, I want you to be fired up. Talk to me. What yeah, do you think about you this? know, I, I I had to step back and let me apologize to y'all because that subject just ticked on my nerves. Um, All good. When, Get fired when you up. Brought that up. It really did. It, it it it. I have. I went with my church to Tennessee. I sung in the choir. I went to Tennessee. Uh, One of the presidents, I don't want to lie and say I know, I remember which one it was because I don't. We went to one of the president's uh, uh, mansions in Tennessee. I think it was, who's on the $10 bill, y'all? Is it Jefferson? Jefferson? I think it's Jefferson. I don't know. I think it's Jefferson. So no, no, no. I, I, I know you wouldn't know Vanessa. I know you know who's on the hundred dollar bill. No, no, yeah, yeah, Jeff. No, I don't know none of them on there. I just know how to spell them. But I'm. Yeah, but let me yeah. Franklin, 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 Franklin is on the hundred dollar bill. Oh, we all know that. We know that, Miss Elliott. We we took a tour to the president's mansion, and when we all pulled up, the magnolia trees were in order, and the tour was saying that the slaves laid these magnolia trees. Y'all, they were gorgeous. They were in order. It was like, wow. And then they talked about how the slaves laid every brick on that mansion and how some of the slaves had the, the wheels where they were making blankets and stuff for the masters. It's, then when they took us, y'all, 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 when they took us to the back of the mansion and they showed us the slave quarters, we started crying. We the black people, we, we started crying because we couldn't believe that they would put us in a in a, a room as big as a guest bathroom, and the walls were cement. The walls were cement, y'all. So that means in the summer it was hot as hell in there, like 113 degrees probably like it is in Las Vegas right now in one room. We were bawling. We could not believe that they did that. But how dare you say that black people are lazy when we are the ones who built all of this stuff for these presidents back in the day? 
we are the ones where the white man, how you think you got these high yellow black people? <clears throat> you got these high yellow black people because back in the day, the master went and got one of the pretty little black girls, or one of the ones that worked in the house, and he had sex with her, and then she got pregnant, and then she had the light-skinned baby, and then eventually the light-skinned child got to go and stay in the big house because he knew it was here. Like when the wives had when the wives had babies, they didn't want no baby sucking on their titty. They went and took the baby for the black woman to, to breastfeed the baby. They got one in the house that was, had already had a baby, and so she still had milk. Don't you tell me nothing about no black person being late. Y'all can't. Ooh. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise to the holy name. Don't go down. Don't go down. Oh, well, yeah. Go down. Thomas, so, Thomas Jefferson. Harris was there. Yeah. I did see that when mm-hmm. I was in Vegas. That they want to make it seem like black people were on vacation when we came over there on the slave ship. That they taught us a trade. You didn't teach me a damn trade. You made me get up there and work your field. You made me do it. It wasn't no trade, no skill. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. But you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got the nerve with me this morning, J. Ryle. That just, that's right there. That's right there. Yeah, there you go. Because I've well, seen it. Yeah. Well, well, you know, when you when you when you think about the fact that you have all these uh, uh, things that they say about us, and, and the fact that we talked about this a little bit last week about reparations, and, and and the fact that no one wants to, you know, forty acres of you, you know, uh, where that came from. So uh, you're absolutely correct, Vanessa. Well, when, when you think about it, but but, but and once again, you know. Bobby, uh-huh. I saw Bobby's grandfather's uh, land from the 40 acres and a mule when I married Bobby back 40 years ago. He took me to up to the house, and his grandfather was still alive. And I got to see that land that he got with the 40 acres and a mule. I know y'all might think I'm young, but, I mean, I'm 60, so I am young, but I have seen this stuff with my own eyes, and it just bothers me that these young children don't understand what our forefathers went through to get us to this point, and now we're going backwards. We're going backwards. Well, well, yeah. uh, Sometimes you you get a loss for words when you think about how – and see, here's the other part, too, I think. Um, I think that when when they when when white folks feel threatened because sometimes people can tune into the show and they can hear us kind of going in on these people and you know and I've gotten a lot of messages you know y'all sound like a bunch of racists I keep saying you know you know once again you don't understand what that word means because I don't think black folks could ever be racist based on the fact that you really dig down into the true meaning of racism and suppression um, but at the end of the day. All we're doing is, are we saying, here, here's my question to our audience. Are we saying anything that's not true? Or are we are we saying something that's not true? And if we're lying, call us out on it. If we're saying things that doesn't represent how this country treated African Americans, then tell us. And we'll stop. But are we lying? That, that, that's the question. 
all of it out of the history books. That's, they're trying to re- erase what they did to us out of the history books because they don't want their white children and great-grandchildren to know what they did to us. All the states are slowly following Abbott. They're erasing stuff out of the history books. The scientists erased Florida. They're erasing stuff out of the history books. They're changing it like we were on vacation on slave ships shackled down at the bottom of a damn ship. So you know what? I've cruised a lot. And I don't think I, I don't think that's a vacation when you shackled at the bottom of a ship. That ain't no that's not a vacation I made. Well when so, you say shackled Vanessa, you'd be a nice because they were laid down. Uh they were on their backs stacked like sardines in the bottom yes. of that ship. A lot of them died yes. coming over here. Um, yes. Again, you know, and let's not forget that there were some African tribes who helped capture me, good good white folks over there. So, so uh-huh. you know, at the end of the day, all I ask is if if we're saying something that's untrue, then let us know. I think what happens is is that when people feel threatened, when white folks feel threatened, then they start trying to do things to make sure that they keep their, you know, their 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 power and keep keep their sense of authority. Uh, like I said, they're going to be in the minority here real soon. So what are they doing? They're doing things to try to make sure they stay in power. Um, I can't like remember stopping white women from having abortions. Like stopping white women from having abortions. Well, but but yeah, well, you can definitely put that up there. But I, I was there's a state I can't remember it, I, and I have my notes back in Houston, so I, I apologize. But there, you know, the Supreme Court. Ordered this one state to redraw their uh, their district lines, and they re- they're refusing not. Is it Alabama? They're refusing not to do it. So the, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court told them they needed to do this. That's because Abbott. That's because Abbott has redrawn ours here in Texas, Jay. That's because Abbott's doing it and got away with it. I, I, I know you don't like him. I know, Texas, I know. But how is the line drawn, Jay? Jay, how is the line from Spring, Texas, all the way to Clear Lake? That's impossible. I, I, I got Vanessa. I know you don't like him. I know. I know. I know. He he is. Uh, but I don't. You give him too much credit. I, I don't think that the country is falling that fool. I just think that they they're doing this all over the place. They've been doing it forever. And and but he uh, got away you know, with it. And because he got away with it, now they're doing it. He did start it, Jay. Well, but but no, he did not start it. Now, he didn't start it because a lot of stuff went on before he even came into office. I don't you even know, remember so, so. when that fool wasn't in office. I don't even remember when that <laughs> uh, Can you say Rick Perry? Can you say oh, Rick yeah, Perry? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's Thank right. You. That's right. Thank you. You're right. There you go. So so a lot of this started before he even rolled his tail up to the to the Capitol in Austin. I, you know, that's tacky saying he rolled his tail, but he did. Um uh, but but at the end of the day, they've been doing this for a very long time because once again, they're playing chess, not checkers. They understand what's at stake, and so that's what they're doing. They're they're they're, they're playing this game at a whole different level, and it uh, you know, it is what it is, and it's a fight that we're going to continue to have for a very long time because you know until we get to the point, and this is why you know me and Mr. Elias had this argument a long time ago. Can we talk about how black folks, you know, we have a lot of black folks with money. A lot of black folks have generational wealth because they don't have wealth that can outlive them 
and that can take care of them, their children, their children's children, their great, 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 but they don't have that kind of money. Look at Antoine Walker that played for the Boston Celtics. That's how much money that boy made. That boy broke. Now, <laughs> that goes to show you he didn't have no generational wealth. Generational wealth is deep. And so, yeah, you can have a whole lot of money, but at the end of the day, if you don't have generate, you know, the 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 Ford money. What's the guy named that made the Model T? What's his name? Uh, uh, Henry Ford. If you don't have that kind of deep, 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 deep pocket, hey man, you just you know you just pass about. Look at Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather has a lot of money, right? Man, please, you know that that money could be gone in another ten, fifteen years. Look at Junior Bridges. Look at Junior Bridges. Junior Bridges. different. You mean Hilton money? Hilton money is generational money. Generational wealth. Generational wealth. Generational. Michael Jordan is, that's generational wealth that Michael, he's one of the few. Generational wealth. Hopefully LeBron James will get there too. Bill Gates, that's generational wealth. That money's going to outlive them. That money's going to be around to the end of time. And, and, so are and a you lot of our people, it for just hmm? black people or are you saying in general? I'm saying for us because until we get to the point, Vanessa, where we have that kind of power, we're going to always be in the minority. We're never going to change. Yeah. Like what's going on like what's going on right now when you talk about, we talk about Alabama, we talk about Florida. Now, these, what yeah. these young kids? These young kids in Florida that plays for Florida State, that plays for Florida A&M, that plays for uh, uh, for for uh, 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 the, Sem- the Seminoles and uh, uh, or the, the, the University of Florida, what if those kids band together and say, you know what, we're not going to play for this university until y'all change our laws? They're not going to do it. And some people can say, well, I don't blame them. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do well, it. They're not going to stand lot. up and, and shut that stuff down. They're not. A lot of, a lot of kids have backed out of going to Florida. Right yeah, now. but trust me. Yeah, well, okay, all right. Until, until, what, what if, what if the now? I will give credit to like Major League Baseball. They pulled the, uh, they pulled the All Star game out of Georgia because of some of the stuff that was going on. But at the end of the day, what if he just shut it all down? You know, DeSantis has a fight with Disney going on right now. He ain't gonna win that fight. But guess what? He won re-election in the landslide. But when it comes to the national level, he's going to have issues. It's just crazy. It's crazy, 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 crazy. Okay, we're going to sub out. Take a break. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's the serious side on a beautiful Sunday. Man, it is hot. I'll tell you guys something on the other side. Something that happened in my car, which I had never seen before in my life. That's how hot it is in this damn. Oh my gosh! It, 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 the, <laughs> it is burning up around here. And I cannot believe, for how many days straight has it been over 100 degrees, Vanessa? How many days? Oh, too many. Too many. Too many. But you know what, Dave? You set the coochie in your backyard as a pool. Don't cut the heater on, boo, and just go sit in it with a beer. Because that's what I'm going to do after church. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I'm going to do. Oh, Vanessa, you said use it as a pool. And just yes. sit in it. Yes. Just go sit in it, baby, go. and let the cool bubbles hit you with a cold one. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Vanessa, do you know that that water 
in that jacuzzi is 100 degrees. No, cut it down, yeah, my Jay. Just it have it Vanessa, Vanessa, listen. Vanessa, Vanessa, listen to what I'm saying. The water in my jacuzzi is, I'm saying 100, I think it's about 96 degrees. It's hot. It's outside. You better go get some ice. Go get a bucket oh of ice God. and pour it in the jacuzzi. Mr. Elias, this is a my A bag of ice, not in my jacuzzi, put it in the jacuzzi. <laughs> yes. And put it in the jacuzzi and cool the water out. Cool. Oh. And don't cut the heater on. And that water is cool. Makes sense. I got to get a bucket and I'm ready. Well, okay. I, I might not, I might not have no power, but it's like seventy-two degrees here right now. You ain't got no power. Okay, you know what? And we're going, and we're going I'm to break, break Bob. Okay, okay, we're going to break, Bob. We're going to break, Clown. We're going to break. We'll be right back.
boys are much too much. We got the spirit. We're hot. We can't be stopped. We got the spirit. We're hot. We can't be stopped. We're going to beat them and bust them. Beat them. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. All those boys are much too much. Those boys So far, once again, if you're just tuning in, I am in Dallas, Texas, uh, spending some time with my baby girl playing AAU. Thank God this is the last weekend for this tournament because every damn time we go out of town, it costs me a damn near seven hundred some dollars. So I'm happy that this mess is over with. I am, man. I, 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 you know, I am. And you like so there you go. So anyway, uh, uh, just uh, once again, just having a conversation about things that are going on in life. And, you know, we haven't talked about the orange one this morning, which is odd for this show. Uh, but, you know, we just can't, uh, we have to bring it up. So Donald Trump looks like he's going to get uh, indicted next week, right, for the January 6th situation. But here's that just came out this past week, that the Israelis, <laughs> that this guy took artifacts from the Israelis. He took them to Mar-a-Lago, and he, they won't give them back. <laughs> what? So, so the Israelis have some ancient artifacts that they had sent to the White House right before COVID. COVID hit, and so everything shut down. So after COVID, the Israelis was like, hey, can we get our stuff back? And come to find out that Donald Trump, Took it, took that stuff to Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, or however you say that, man. And he, they won't return him. So not only, <laughs> so not only wow. do I steal nuclear secrets, it's still, <laughs> still documents from our government. He has artifacts, ancient artifacts that he will not return. Now, what people don't understand is when the, when they give the president stuff, like if you see them give the president jerseys and things of that nature, the president can't keep that stuff. It goes to the international archives. archives. Yeah, so, so it's something, it's the presidential archives. They can't keep that stuff. And so the Donald Trump was like, hey, they gave it to me, it's mine. And so they took them from the White House. <laughs> wow. I mean, you, you 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 can't make this stuff up, folks. So these ancient artifacts. That's not considered theft. But that's not considered theft. Well, well, you tell me, Vanessa. Is it not consider, considered robbery to hold back arms uh, to uh, to to the people in Ukraine yeah. because you know and if they don't give you stuff? Back from uh, Hunter Biden, that's not considered uh, that. Uh, is it not considered uh, treason when you steal top secret nuclear uh, nuclear <laughs> codes and nuclear information, stealing war design plans? Yeah, I would say so. 
he's still walking around free. Looks like now there's going to be a judge, there's going to be a court case set in May of 2024. Uh, judge Cannon, someone who he appointed, uh, has set a trial date for, for, for the uh, secret documents uh, 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 charges that he's facing. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Y'all don't think so. That guy's going to jail. Okay. He's going to jail. Listen, I tell you, he's going to jail. Okay. Okay. And the only way, in my opinion, he's not going to jail is if he pleads out. Because they're going to offer him a plea deal. And like Chris Christie said, who, you know, listen, listen, I. Listen, America, please don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Because when some when a Republican says something that you like, all of a sudden they're great they're great people. They're still Republican. They're still not doing things in your interest. Because Chris Christie is saying all these bad things about Trump, Donald Trump, now people want to align. I'm reading more and more posts, people say, Hey, you know what? I never voted for a Republican, but I like Chris Christie. But this is the same Chris Christie who bribed a mayor. Uh, and shut down the George Washington Bridge. This is the same yes. Chris Christie where people were struggling. He had he closed the beach down so him and his fat so he could have his family there. Yeah. yeah. So so don't get it twisted. People went to jail because of Chris Christie behind that that George Washington Bridge fiasco. So no, so all the all you know it's all like uh like like uh, uh the, the the former Attorney General. That used to be for uh, for for uh, Donald Trump, the big guy. What's his name, Mister? I can't think of his name. Uh, um, with the glasses, that William, like Barr, William Barr. William Barr. William Barr. All yeah. of a sudden, he has some. Now he has some morality, and people are on William Barr. No man. He is an epiphany. <laughs> you were cowards. You didn't say anything. You're, you know, all of a sudden now, you know, he's, you know, now he's talking. See, when he, when people, when he first got appointed a, a to that position, people were like, well, you know what? Now we have an adult in the room. And the first thing he did was what? Came out and put something out saying that the Mueller report, uh, you know, giving, he provided cover to Donald Trump for the Mueller report. See, he didn't say anything in the Mueller report that warranted the president to be charged, which. <laughs> So so anyway, let, let, let's have a conversation about oh uh, five finger discount man himself, Mister Donald Trump. Boy, they call him Fat Fingers Louis. <laughs> Dude, it's killing stuff, man. It's just killing stuff. And people, wow. and and Kevin McCartney, this guy has the back and the spine of a slinky. So he's a butt kicker. Oh man, he is horrible. But what did the president do? What, what did he do? Uh, uh, what did he do? What did he do? Listen, the, the, the bigger question is what has he what has he not done? Really? I mean, what has come he on, done? man. Come on. This is amazing. It's, it's amazing to, to watch how our political figures run around. I can't. Jay the Jesus. Did we lose Jay? I don't hear Jay. I don't either. We 
we just probably lost him for a minute. But uh, you know, you know, my my thought process is this, man. This, this man has has created an atmosphere around us that has been toxic, and 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 people are still kissing his butt because they don't want to lose. Yeah. Um, then I'm going that, that his, his, his people and, and, and DeSantis he, he talked he talked he talked crack to DeSantis he did everything he wanted to called him all kind of names and then DeSantis is like well he still don't need to go to jail yeah. hey, man, look, but he's not going like I said he's going they're going to get a hung jury down there and he's going to get out like he always does I'm telling mm-hmm. you they're going to get a hung jury nothing sticks to him Nothing yeah. to Trump. That's true. That's true. What'd you say, Vanessa? Nothing sticks to Trump. It bounces right off of him. Vanessa, that man's going to jail. We're, okay. I, I promise you, two years from now, we're going to have this. I'm telling you, he's going to Vanessa, 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 Vanessa. Listen to me. Okay. He's going to jail. And okay. he's going to do serious time. He's okay. Gonna, All right. I'm telling you. He's he, he going to go for 48 is. hours, and then he's going to be right back out. No. 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 I'm no. telling you. 48, 48 hours. There's too many Trump in Florida. There's too many Trump 48, in Florida. Okay. But this one, he was going to. Okay. But okay, but he's going to get indicted. In, he's going to get in. Listen. Listen. The special prosecutor knows, he, knows what he's doing. These next indictments are not going to be in Florida, guys. They're not going to be in Florida. Donald okay. Trump's going to jail. Okay. And he's going okay. to jail for a long time too. Okay, we'll see. Okay. He's going to jail, and he knows Man, it. That's why he knows it. That's why he is trying his damnest to win this presidential election because he knows that's the only way that's going to keep him out of things. Thing. He knows it. He knows it. His advisors know it. He knows it. The cases are too strong. They're cut and dry. You have it on video. You have it on audio tape. Those rules that if you are even up for indictment for something that you shouldn't be able to run. But right now, they don't have any presidents on that right now. So they need to change that rule for future uh, presidents. Well, well, you're not going to do that with the spineless Republicans that we have. They're not going to do that because Uh -uh. they're so worried about their base. And I was listening to some commentators this past week saying, why? This guy is a loser. And they continue uh-huh. to hitch their horse to this guy. They're wagging to this guy. He's a loser. He's lost the last three or four elections for Republicans. Now, people say That's that. Sure. Because, yeah, but see, you know, I, to me, once again, people talk about, oh, wow, you know, the Democrats did very well. They didn't lose as many seats that they should have lost. They still lost the damn House. So, you know, say what you want. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you got it by 10 or you got it. Well, it does matter in the big scheme of things. But at the end of the day, Kevin McCartney is, is the Speaker of the House. And it's not Hakeem and Jeffries. he's a hole No, well, he's a, he's a coward. He's not that. He's just a coward. He's a coward. He's scared of his, his Republican Party. You know, he's scared of them. But here's the thing that people don't understand, that every <laughs> – all the people who indicted Trump, all the people who are going against Trump, you know, the attorney generals and all the judges and stuff that are ruling saying that he didn't have any, you know, his claims that the, that, that the election was stolen, all these people are Trump-appointed folks. That's what people are not understanding. Everything, all these people who are coming after him, 
are Trump. They go after Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray was appointed by Trump. He's a Republican, right? Uh, um, you know, the judges that, you know, when he filed all these cases about fraud, uh, voter fraud, most of those judges were judges that he appointed, and they still shot him down. So that's the thing. All these people that testified against him on January 6th, they were all members of his own staff. <laughs> so yeah. you, you can sit here, you can say, well, the Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrats ain't saying nothing about this dude, man. All the people that are coming out to him are people that work for him, that he appointed. And he's still mm-hmm. moving. He is going to jail. I'm telling you, he's going to jail. He's no, okay, well, no. He's, he's going no. to jail. Okay? All right. It's too, it's too many. It is too many. Going to jail. It's too many. It's going to jail. Too many people in, um, going to jail. in his corner, man. I'm telling you. He's going to jail. Dude, he's going to jail. And, and you can sit here and think that he's not going to jail, but he's going to jail. And, okay. and I'm here to tell you. Okay. Well, listen. I, look, time will tell. And I'm going to tell you something. We're going to have a very special edition of the show. We want to make sure that we see the perk walk for Donald Trump. Um, I'm going to be singing, oh, happy day, oh, happy day, oh, happy day, oh, happy day. Okay. We'll be the I'll one. I'll tell you, you want the 48 hours, so, okay. No, Vanessa. Nope, 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 nope. He is going to jail. He's going to jail for a very long time. A lot of, a lot of Republican prosecutors that they are talking to in the news and on these shows are saying, look, <laughs> you know, the evidence is overwhelming. The evidence is overwhelming. It might be overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Like they said, when he got it, when, okay, when, when he incited that, in, uh, that, that, uh, that insurrection in, in, in D.C., what did the Republican Party come out and do? Ah, oh, he was wrong. He was this. He was that. Oh, he's this. He's bad. Not a court of law, big guy. Not a court of law. Well, he's got too many supporters, man. He's got too many supporters to convict him. And then all these red states, all oh, these states that are going to red states. Oh, red states. And they're not going to find 12 jurors to, to, oh, to, to get on the Trump jury and say that he's guilty. Trust. Trust. When Jesus was, okay. he washed my sins away. Oh, happy day. Okay. I'm here to tell you, I'm going to be singing that song, folks. This is what I'm telling you. Uh-huh. I'm going to be okay. singing that song. Okay. Oh, you know what uh, I Oh, happy day. This is the song I'm going to be singing to you. It's wah, wah, wah. That's not a damn song, Mr. Elias. That's a sound effect. Get your facts straight. Well, Three, four, seven, well, five, it comes from a what song. What's he coming to? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. What song did that come from? I never heard that of the song. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but 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 so anyway. So Donald Trump not only has stolen government secret documents, he's stealing artifacts from uh, from Israel, and they refuse to return them. You know, it's 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 he's a, he's he's crazy, and and uh, there's just no other. Do something about. Do something about. That's what he's telling. Yeah. Do something about. What we talked about Alabama, you said the state of Alabama, they're refusing to do what, see, this is what happens when you have a, a whack Supreme Court. 
because now nobody respects the Supreme Court. And so the Supreme mm-hmm. Court says, redraw the lines, and they're saying, man, bump y'all, we're not doing nothing. What they're going to do to us, and now what's going to have to happen is, guess what? Now people are going to have to appeal. This is Donald Trump's playbook. So what you do is you try to run out the clock. So you put all these things in place. You know, you appeal, you appeal, you appeal. And all you're trying to do is just run out the clock. It's a shame that well, what's going on here. Once again, Republicans are playing chess. They're like, look, we're not redrawing nothing because we know if we do that, we're going to be in trouble. In New York, guess what? They have to redraw the uh, the, the district line mm-hmm. in there. You know why? Because of Santos. So now Democrats mm-hmm. are looking pretty good. Uh, when they redrew these lines in New York, because people were like, how the hell did Republicans win New York? Well, because no one took it seriously. But now, thank goodness, the old George Santos, everybody got their eyes on that district now. So mm-hmm. once again, you reap what you sow. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. So we'll see. But all I can say, Vanessa, is, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, All right, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see That's who's fine. right. We'll see who's right. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, There's I'm, too many Trump supporters. Yeah, well. There's 70 something million Trump yeah, supporters, right. and those yeah. are all okay. red states. And if you're going yeah, to yeah. try them in red states, yeah. and you mean to tell okay. me they're, gonna, they're not going to find a hung jury in every one of them states? Come on. Oh, uh, I told you one of the states is not, Georgia, it's not a red state. It's not Georgia. Georgia, that's coming down the pike. And we're talking about what he's getting indicted. He's getting. He's going to be indicted next week. In, okay. in for, for what's happening in New Jersey, it's not a, it's not a red state, right? Okay, we'll see. We will see. All right, we're going to somebody take a break. Two four seven eight five zero. What's it? Whatever, Miss Elias. And I'll leave everyone with this. Oh, happy day. 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 It started with how do you do? I heard you like to sing the words you cry. They must mean more to you. Do you like romance? And who taught you love? And what if I never know how to love myself so I can give you love? If you want me, say less. Yeah, yeah. If you need me, say less. I'll be down for you. I'll be down for say less. I'll be there. 
got my issues I know you can't tell I'll be hiding the truth I'm learning to love myself So I can give you love Today, nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition, from our children and grandparents to our veterans, co-workers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress, and so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. And together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best. Well, good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, folks. Jay had to step out, so it's me at the helm, and I'd like to say good morning to the very lovely Vanessa May Bell. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, sweetie. Good morning. Good morning. Hold down. We're holding down. Uh, <laughs> well, I, hey, as I usually do, I always say good morning. Good morning. Good morning to Jay. Uh, good morning, Nessa. Uh, Tom, good morning, Rich Sister. Ron, good morning, Momo B. Uh, good morning, uh, Kathleen. Uh, good morning, um, uh, Mary, music, Mary, the music. And first song was by Gina I. I think her name is Ikui, and it's called Summertime, and the last song was by Lucky Wins. It's called Comfortable. And at this time, Jay usually says to me, is there anybody in the chat room that's down there? And I don't know, yes, there is one, so we don't know who's in there, but we got some stuff for the fourth person, and he's got uh, undecided voters almost break, always, all, almost always break for the challenger. And, and then he said Jackson is the one that's on the $10 bill. He also says, I think the question for people of good will is, 
What is the path forward? What is our path forward? Hmm. What is our path forward? That's, that is one great question. What is our path forward? And, and I think that um, with that being said, what, what do you think our path forward is going to be? I don't know. I think that we've I think that we've backed up so much that it's just I don't know what the fast forward is gonna be. I really wish I knew that. I can't answer that. That one that one's got me quiet because they've taken they're taking us back so far and the youngsters are not stopping it. They don't see that it's gonna get them in the end. They don't see and I don't I don't know how to get these when I'm around them to understand that they're going backwards. They're taking us backwards. But they've had well, it so good. Our kids have had it so good that they don't know what it was like not to have. Wow. Um, I, I think I think that the, the path forward should be education. As long as we educate ourselves and that we can put a path to education because, you know, to me, it's called the dumbing down of America. America has really put a, la- a lack of, uh, of money into education. And if you really look at it, they've changed the, uh, the cost of college where it's astronomical for you to even go to college right now. And, and I mean, it is just, it, it is so hot for you to go to college. Hey, and and it just caused, it, 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 you know, I, 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 when I went to college, I had a college law. It didn't, it didn't take me 20 years to pay it off. It also didn't cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college either. But that's the, that's the position that they put us in, where everything you know is so outrageously priced. But you know what? They said on the news about two weeks ago that they think that if children are not college material, then they need to start looking for a trade instead of making these college bills and then don't pay them off and then want the government to do it. And they were talking about it when they stopped Biden from paying off people's college uh, bills that they had. So they're, and I kind of agree with it. It's like everybody is not college material. Uh, so why why go and make that deal and then not even go through with it? Don't finish it or or I don't know because you can take you can take basic less at the Houston Community College and then after your first two then go to a regular a university. But they don't want to do that. They want to go to have the college life and then get down there and flunk out. And they're stuck with all of these deals. So I don't know. I don't I don't know. That's a well, that's a give or take situation. And then HISD here in Houston is changing. They're putting a lot of money into the charter schools so that they don't have to pay. They got another company that then came in and took over uh the HIT Houston Independent School District. So, you know, it's I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on and people better pay attention. Wake up and pay attention. Well, you know, Vanessa, I, I say this, you know, you, you're 100% right. Everybody's not meant to go to college. But those that are meant to go and those that are bright enough to go, 
Why is it taking them 20 to 30 years to pay off this student loan? This is this is insane to me because I don't get that. I just, it, to me, it, 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 it's, it's ridiculous that okay, I got to so pay. Nowadays, nowadays, if you feel like you really want to go to college, then when you are in high school, you need to make those grades so that you can get those scholarships that will help you not have to have so much debt. Because guess what? Now they've changed it with affirmative action. They don't have to let your black ass or your brown behind into college just to make their quota. They don't now, have to do that anymore. So you're going to have to earn that right, baby. You're going to have to earn that right to go to those schools. Even with that, I had nieces. I, I had a, I a niece and nephew that went to college that had four rides. And it's STEM. One of my nieces was a pilot. She, you know, I know. I remember that. I remember that. Now I cost now I it cost twenty thousand dollars even when I having a full ride to college. Now her baby sister is getting ready to go to college, and it's gonna cost twenty thousand dollars to 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 send her off too. So I mean, I understand. I understand that it does still take money. My daughter has a master's degree in the CPA. I do mm-hmm. understand. But these kids are going to have to stop depending on the rest of us to help them to get through. They're going to start making their own way so that they can, they will appreciate when they get it. Some of them don't appreciate it. I'm not talking about your child or my child. I'm just saying, in general, some kids don't appreciate when they get it because they didn't have to sacrifice, they didn't have to work and go to college. I mean, I had to be a housekeeper and help clean office buildings and stuff with my brothers at night. I mean, you do what you have to do to get through school, but some of them just don't appreciate it. Yeah, I don't think my right. daughter remembers that I, well, she was too young to remember, I know that I even office buildings and stuff, I mean, to make it through. Yeah, I, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I had to work in college, too, because I had to work uh, as a night host. I had to all kinds of stuff to, be, to, to get my to get my degree, but also I had financial aid. And see, financial aid from the government was a beautiful thing. But then when Reagan got in office, he, he took all that. He took all of it. And then Canada, he just he snatched it and took it and said goodbye. You know, I don't I don't want you I don't want you black folks educated. I don't want no people no people educated because it's stupid for you to be educated. Because I was I was in the poverty level, so. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I, I, if I went off what my mother made, because at that time it was only my mother, what she made, I, I couldn't afford it. So I was at the poverty level. I really do. I get it. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel so sad on the inside, and I know people are like, that's a hate helper. But I, I'm so <laughs> sad on the inside that all of this stuff is going in this direction. Um, I just am. I just am. I get it. I get it. Everything is changing. So sometimes I don't have a comment to make on this stuff. Sometimes I don't want to look at the news, but I look at it because I have to be up on what's going on in the country to be able to be on the show and discuss it. But sometimes I just don't want to because I just get sick of hearing and seeing the same thing, and they're getting away with it until it just pisses me off. And sometimes you don't uh, want to walk around and be mad all the time. Uh, 
Sometimes you just don't. And so at this point, I am mad most of the time. That's why I'm gone one week out of the month. But anyway. (laughs) Well, with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna come back uh, after this after these messages, the NPR update, and give you our final thoughts right after this. Jay, if you have that, I have control of the board. I don't. Uh, my my internet is slow right now. Wow. What's going on? My internet is slow as all outdoors. Well, I'm taking it out for the last few minutes. I'm taking it out for the last few minutes until they're down here. It's time for our final thoughts. Uh, so, um, Vanessa, final thoughts. My final thought is what I just said. I don't even want to look at the news, but I know I have to because the world is just in such a bad situation right now. With the political stuff, with guns and violence, with the educational system, with the voting rights. I mean, I could just go on and on, but I just continue to go to church for every Sunday that I'm in at home, and I want to just tell God to just bless us and touch us and help lead us because this country is going in the wrong direction. So I just want to say to my brothers uh, that I love y'all, and I know y'all saw my post that one of my friends just went into hospice. Well, he left me and went back to Baltimore uh, while I was in Las Vegas, but I did get to talk to him one more time. He's still with us. But I need y'all to shoot out some prayers for me because my heart is truly hurting for my male BFF. So y'all have a good weekend. I'm asking y'all to shoot out a prayer for me and my heart. No, we love you, Vanessa, and uh, definitely prayers for you and for his family as well. The man is the first and last word here on the serious side. The Deli Man final thoughts. Well, look, man. Um, love on those ones you got to love on. Uh, because it, tomorrow's not promised. Um, the, week, the last, uh, the, the weekend I went to Texas, I went to go hang out with one of my partners that's a comedian, and he got, he's diagnosed with his CSA levels at five. Well, thank God he doesn't have it, but if he doesn't correct his diet and the different things that he's doing, he's sure to get prostate cancer, but I'm, I'm, I'm believing that he's going to be healed. You guys, just you guys helping hands. So, um, what is his name? What's his first name? Tony Woods. Tony Woods is his name. You okay. know, he's Dave Chappelle's mentor. Couple proud. So. I'm shooting up a proud. All right. So, look, just just uh, you know, keep him in your prayers. And hey, look, just the love on the ones while you got him here. That's all I like to say. All right. Well, my final thoughts are gonna be. Very quick and simple. Uh, listen, thank you guys for putting up with us. Thank you guys so much for being a part of what we do, even though we're good trying to put together the Hey, good luck. There you go. That's what I was just about to say. Good luck to her. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way during the championship game. Let's root for him. Oh, and on that note, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, Elliot. If it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend? It's time for the serious side of championship. Right. 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 All right. So for Vanessa, for my man, man, Mr. Elias, and for all the listeners, I'm Jay Wildstead. Have a wonderful work week to remember if it is Sunday. And we're talking serious stuff. It is the serious side. Go Principal Fox. Yes. 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 Yes.